Hello and welcome to this week's episode of This is the Future. My name is Dion Moyo. I trust you had a super splendid and productive week. Now, in the last episode of this podcast, I promised to begin the Let's Talk African series this week. Unfortunately, this would not be the case. The goal was that prior to this week, the website I'm working on for the podcast would have been live. However, we had some we had some drawback, and this is why I'm pushing the commencement of the Let's Talk African series to next week. Hopefully, by then, the website would be up, but whether it's up or not, the first episode of the Let's Talk African series will be published next week. On today's episode of the podcast, I had a discussion with yet another podcaster, Shewa, of a serious conversation with Shewa. We talked about our obsession with film and series. Now she was able to overcome the insecurities that came with her weight and her eye. She has an amazing podcast, and if you would love to check it out, I'd placed a link to our podcast in the description. Let's get into the conversation already. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of a serious conversation with Shewa. Only that today, I'm your host, Dayo Moyo. Yes, that's because for the first time in the history of this podcast, I successfully have Shewa on the odd seat. Today, we are going to be considering another series, but this like a series you've never heard on this podcast before because it is the life and times and thoughts of Adeshewa. Are you ready? Let's get into it. <laughs> How are you today, Shewa? I'm very good, thank you. It's so good to be here. Right, it's great to be speaking with you. I'm pumped. My blood is hot. Like, let's just get this started already. How are you? All right. I'm fine. I'm good. Just right. chilling. Right, right, right. So there are two questions I would like to ask before I get into this proper. The first okay. one is that I discovered that your full name is Adeshola Adeshewa Adesonya. Do you walk all yes. the day long with crown on your head? <laughs> I wish. I wish. Right. But have you ever thought of, do you have a nickname that has to do with that name? Because is, is it a coincidence? Probably you were born to be a queen. I think so. I think my dad wanted a princess. I'm my dad's princess. So I guess it's fitting. I was actually named after my dad. My dad is called Adiola and me, I'm Adisola. Right. Then the second one before we get into it is that I listened to one of your podcast episodes and you said that you don't do movies. Um, so why don't you do movies? Is it that you don't watch movies or you just don't consider doing movies on this podcast? Um, I actually, I watch a lot of movies, funny enough. It's just that it's a lot of, I feel like um, analyzing a whole movie is, I don't know if it, take, it takes more for me, but I'm actually more of a serious person. I don't know. I've always been more of a serious person, but I wouldn't mind because people have been asking me to do movie reviews. So I wouldn't mind like doing an, um, starting like having another podcast where I do just movie reviews. But if I do movie reviews on a serious conversation, that defeats the whole purpose of the name. So I decided just series for now. Right. So tell me, where, where did all this begin? When did you start falling in love with, with movies and series and films? Uh, I've always been in love with series. When you say um, ever since I was a kid. <laughs> when you say ever that, I was a kid. Been, it's like when you're six months old. 
No, <laughs> ever since I was a kid, I used to watch like all those Disney shows and Nickelodeon. I think that's how it started for me, watching like Disney series and Nickelodeon series. Like I was really obsessed. And then as I grew up, I was like, oh, there are other series out there. So it's just like start expanding my um my views and like watching different type of there's no type of series I do not watch. I watch crime, I watch love, I watch um the um, historical series, I watch um drama, I watch comedy, I watch anything as long as it's a series, I watch it. Right. But I I I heard you mention in another of your episodes that you wanted to be a um, pediatrician. So I'm thinking <laughs> by watching um films, did it affect what you wanted to be? as in do as a career and how did that play out for you as an individual uh not really because i know how to like manage my time it, when i wanted to be a pediatrician it was basically because like you know when you're little everyone's like oh i want to be a doctor i want to be a lawyer da, 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 da. and i always wanted to be like a doctor for kids because i love kids so much but like growing up and like i just like i just like thought sat down and thought about it about how like it's such a long process. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I'm going to like college for like eight years and then medical school and internship. And I feel like watching Grace Anatomy was like enough medicine for me. So I was like, no. And then I fell in love with um geology. And I'm really happy that I actually chose it because like it's been really, it's been a really good experience, firstly. Right. Now let's talk about growing up because it just gives me a sense of direction into this story. Talk to me okay. about, you've mentioned that um, you watched a lot of film growing up. I did not. And till now I'm not really into films, but I, 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 I feel like it's an interesting story. So talk to me about your background growing up and your love for things. Can we just do that? Yeah, of course. Um, so uh, I grew up with my brother and my sister and my parents. I had a really happy childhood. Um, I guess everybody everybody has like one thing or other, but like I really liked my childhood. My parents were always there for me and they supported me like no matter what I did. Like me and my siblings fought, obviously, as all siblings do, but like we were always there for each other. We always had each other's back, each other's back, sorry. And I just feel like and Growing up, I actually had like self-esteem issues. I don't know what caused it, but like it was like out in the world. I didn't have like the confidence I had with my family. So my family was kind of like um my protector. They were my protector. They were always there for me, always there to hype me up no matter what. So they really helped me in also like push, like even like starting the podcast, like they really pushed me to do it. So it just like I just had a really supportive family and I have like amazing friends that really like helped me and supported me throughout my life so i'm just really grateful for that right now talking about self-esteem um you mentioned twice at least for the episode i've been listening to your to your episodes and uh, <laughs> <laughs> i discovered that you mentioned twice the issue of your size in two different podcast episode. episode now did you have issue with that I, I i'm just curious anyway it might be no yeah I'm fine I, did. With that. I did um it, i think it was just like a societal thing because like when i look back now at pictures i was like oh i actually wasn't that big so it, it, it's just funny to me i was like why would i let like people get into my head and i don't know because like you know how them there are a lot of skinny girls in school and stuff and i just feel like i wasn't like 
enough but uh, my self-esteem and my self-confidence has really really grown and I'm the, I, it's something I worked on it, it took a lot out of me but I worked on it and I'm so much better at where I am right now and I accept myself just the way I am right um yesterday I was watching um a YouTube video by Koti EO where she was I think okay. someone commented on a video um, saying that she should try to eat more because she's very skinny and then she mm -hmm. was saying that even as a skinny person, do you think I want to be skinny? And um, I also want to add weight and those kind of things. But talk to me. You mentioned that it was something that you had to deal with. I'm kind of curious because I think this is where the gem is, especially for people listening to, to this episode. How, what was the process like for you? When did you accept that fact that this is who I am? I can't particularly change this. And... Um, it's not all that I am. How did that process go for you? And how were you able to at least come to that place where you accept that I would not allow anyone to define me by this? Uh, if I'm being totally honest, it took, it was recent, very recent, about like two years ago when I started like accepting myself because like my friends used to tell me like, oh, this girl, you're not even big. Like, have you, you've not even seen fat. And I'm like, are you guys looking at me? And then... I realized that it was affecting like a lot of my like I had um an eye surgery about like four or five years ago, and then when before you have surgery, you're supposed to meet with like a, a therapist to like see your state of mind before you go into surgery and like after it. And then that was when the therapist was like um obviously I had self esteem issues and like like I, I need to work on it. And that was like when it started like kicking in. Like, okay, like this is something I have to work on. And I started like researching and and like okay like body dysmorphia and like how we allow like society pressure to like affect how we see ourselves and the way we see ourselves isn't really how we really are and like we need to accept ourselves the way we are no matter how you are and and honestly because when I talk about it sometimes people always think like I'm just going to talk about TikTok quickly because like there's a lot of body positivity on TikTok and I just joined TikTok like last year and like I just I saw people that were bigger than me and they were like so positive with themselves and they were they accepting themselves and I saw it as it I was like if this person can accept who they are like who am I not to accept that and then I started going to therapy and I spoke to my therapist about it and then we've been working on it and like working on me accepting myself it was really hard to like you know remove that notion that's always always been at the back of my mind and that voice has always been at the back of my mind and like oh that used to oh you can't wear certain things you can't do certain things because you're a big girl but like ah uh, it just really helped me go through it and this I didn't even know <laughs> it's actually kind of tough to talk about and it just I just want to say like I'm really grateful to the people that were there for me my parents especially my dad has been like my support and my mom and my friends, they've always been there, always telling me like this, this isn't all, your weight isn't all you are. And we need to stop like allowing the numbers of, on the scale to like define who you are, basically. Right. Now, um, talk to me about the eye surgery part of your, of your story. Was it in any way defining of, of or does, does it have any impact in your story if you were to tell your story to your grandkids? 15, oh, yes, 20, definitely. 25 years from today. Can you just take me through that episode and experience of your life? Oh, uh, that was, it was, 
Uh, growing up, I had a squint, which is basically like um a wandering eye. Um, so it's like when I'm looking at someone, they was like, "Oh, are you talking to me? Are you looking at me?" And I was like, it, "That was one of the things that affected my self-esteem, which made me." It wasn't until after that people started telling me like, "Oh, this is that like you look down a lot." Like I, I don't, I didn't like meeting new people because I feel like when I'm talking to them, they're like, "Oh, oh, you're talking to me," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm talking to you." It's like, "Oh, you're looking at me." And I was like, and it made me not want to meet people. It made me not want to look up at people. It made me look so very timid. And I think that's also something that made people think they could walk over me and like treat me anyhow. And I allowed it because I was like, oh, I can't defend myself because then I'll have to look at them and they have to see, oh, how my eyes were. And the reason, and we never considered surgery, but there was this time um, I was going to get my passport renewed and, um, we're about to take the picture. And then the guy that was taking the picture, funny enough, had, had like, the, his eyesight was actually worse than mine. <laughs> funny enough. And he was like, look at the camera. I was like, I'm looking at the camera. And then it was like, no, look straight, look for. I was like, I'm looking. Then my dad had to explain that. Oh, she has a screen. She, she's actually looking at you, but her eyes look like that. Um, the funny thing is that my parents never noticed it. That, like, I was talking to this about this thing with my mom like last week, and she was like, she never noticed it. it was like people told her like to her I was always perfect. I was like, but I noticed it. Like people outside noticed it. So that's when we decided that okay, let's go see uh, a doctor and like see how if there's anything that can be done to fix it. And then they asked if I wanted to have the surgery, and they were like, I have to do it like every ten years to like correct it in case it like slides back because apparently one eye is weaker than the other and I was like yeah let's do it and I went through the whole process and it was really painful and it was like one of the most <laughs> I don't want to say traumatic but it was really stressful really stressful going into surgery and the surgery honestly it felt like it was like 10 seconds because <laughs> it was laser eye and like once they put me on that it felt like I woke up immediately after so I didn't feel anything until like the day after the surgery um and then I couldn't use my eye for like about two months my left eye that is I couldn't use it for about two months and I had to like get accustomed to like using one eye I had like a an eye patch and it was really hard in school but I feel like once it got better, once it healed and it was so much better, like everybody noticed the difference and it really helped me like, okay, I was able to start looking people in the eye and it's not like it's great. It's not like it's the eyes are, my eyes are perfect now, but at least I have confidence in looking. I can look people in the eye and talk to them now. So I guess it actually really helped me with my self-esteem. Yeah, so how young were you? Were you in the university or, or what were you? No, I was in SS3. I was like 16 16 17 when i had surgery wow it must have been really hard because if you were older it probably might be an age factor might play into it in which you are able to to um pull yourself together yeah right but um first and foremost i want to mention that thank you for sharing that story because personally when i saw you on saturday if you've not said this thing, I was like, oh, this lady is very jovial. I was like, I love the, your personality. In fact, even in your, you. I was trying to say, probably I will tell you this after the interview, but I've been listening to your episode. I just left it. It just kept going from one, um, from one episode to the other. And like I said, I don't really watch films, but I love the way yeah. you spoke, engage with 
whosoever I was speaking with, I'm like, I can listen to this all day, even though I wouldn't go to watch the film, but your review <laughs> of the film, I can just keep listening to it all day. And I really know that for you to be able to come away from where you said you did not have a lot of self-esteem to this point in your life, it's a really big leap. And I just need to kind of mention it to you so you just know how I feel about it. So well oh, done. Thank you. Thank you so much. Right, let's move <laughs> I to I almost cried as you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move to the next question. You, um, yeah. I remember you talked about kindness, how you're very kind and then people would want to walk over you. And then in one of yeah. the reviews you had with a friend of yours, you also mentioned that the character was that kind of person. I'm just wondering, have you ever seen yourself in a character of a movie? Like you see yourself, like you see this character and you're like, oh, this person has so much um, alike. We are kind of alike in some sense. Has that ever happened? I, I feel like it happens like a lot of times, but I don't, if don't ask me who, per se because like I don't remember but I know I've like identified with like a lot of characters I'm like oh don't do that don't be dumb don't be like me <laughs> but like I know it happened like so many times me identifying with the character but like I've watched like so many series so I can't like really like <laughs> say which one per se right but tell me why did you even start the podcast you could have been watching your film and be cool with it eat popcorn with friends go to the cinemas why did you decide to <laughs> you start get? um the podcast um um at all uh this actually started last year during um covid and you know during covid people were like oh everybody was at home and like um watching netflix and stuff looking for new series to watch and like my friends know like everybody that knows me knows that i watch series like really just this i was getting a lot of texts like can you recommend series new series to watch sure please can i have a series to watch what are you watching right now and I'm like, you know what? Let me start this thing. And then I thought about it. And then I was like, nah. That was like beginning of COVID, like during March. And then I was like, no, maybe not. I shouldn't. Like, who's going to listen? I had like so many doubts. Around June, I was ill. I had like malaria or something. And then I was in bed throughout. And I was watching three series simultaneously. I was watching Little Fires Everywhere, Insecure, and I think This Is Us. So I was watching three of them at the same time. And then I was like, and as I was watching Little Fires Everywhere, I just had so many things to say. I was like, ah, what? And like, because I was in bed and like everybody was like giving me space in my, in my house because like I was ill and like no one likes to stress me when I'm ill because I'm a baby. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I need to tell people about this. Like people need to watch this. I was like, how can I make people watch it and see what I see? And then I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to start this. And then I spoke to my dad about it. He was like, you know what? Just do it. Like the worst thing that can happen is that you wouldn't have listeners. And I'll, or if you have just one listener, it would be me. <laughs> so my dad was like, I should do it. And my brother was like, yes, do it. Like, you always have the best series. I spoke to my friends. I was like, I have this idea. Would you Would you listen? She was like, yes, sure, why not? My best friend, like, helped me. Like, okay, you know what? Let's do this, let's do this. Like, okay, like, figure out how you want to do it, how you're going to be recording. And, so, and then next thing I knew, I was making the cover art. I was like, submitting the, uh, I made the trailer episode. I was like, wow, I'm really doing this. And that was how we all started. So how has been the experience thus far? 
really really amazing i'm not going to lie i'm not going to lie because like i've gotten so many feedbacks like i have like like the first time i went on my analytics i didn't used to go to my analytics before because i was like it's put like so much pressure on me and then i started like um seeing where i had listeners i was having listeners in germany and in um in Sudan, in Iran, I was like, what? Why are people listening? Why are you all listening to this? Are people in Canada, in France listening, in the UK, in Russia, in Cote d'Ivoire? I was like, what? And it just like encouraged me. And like people now kept on like coming, like, oh, this is what um I was sure. Like, I ha- I want- I'm going to watch this series because she said it's interesting. Oh, this is actually I was like, oh my god, why do you have the same point of view as me? And I've been getting like people I don't even know even text me on my Instagram, like DM me, like, oh, there was this last week. Um, no, I don't remember which episode, which show I did. I think it was Jeannie and Georgia. I posted it, and then somebody was like, Oh my god, I'm waiting for you to do this. This random person that I don't know. She's like, I'm waiting for you to do this show. Thank you so much. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, I was like, getting like feedback for so many people is just amazing. And seeing people be posted like on their status, on their Instagram, it just like gives me like so much love. And people don't really know what it, how amazing it has been, like seeing other people do this. And it's just been awesome. And I'm just really grateful to everybody that supported me so far. Right. Let me put you on the spot. Um, do you have a best series? It's actually, actually it's so hard. <laughs> uh, I would say my all-time favorite is actually Grey's Anatomy because uh, it has 17 seasons and I've seen season 1 to 16 four or five times. Are you four, me? Four, Yes. <laughs> wow. Four or five times. And no matter what, like I know what's going to happen, but I'm still going to cry. <laughs> Really? I'm still going to be shocked when it happens, and I know it. I'm expecting it, but like I don't know. That show is my favorite show, and I'm still going. Man, I'm going to make another episode on it because season seventeen just ended. I was like, oh, we have to do another review coming up. <laughs> but why do you love it so much? Do you know? I don't really know. Maybe it's cause like it's giving me the medicine that I never had i never got to do maybe i don't know it has so much drama it has everything in it there's drama there's violence there's tears there's love there's hatred everything you need is in Grey's anatomy basically what's the storyline like it's following the um the lives of the surgeons in the hospital their love lives and their relationships with other doctors and it's basically following Meredith Grey, who is the daughter of this renowned surgeon that's, um, that she she had like um, Alzheimer's, but she didn't want anyone to know that she was sick and stuff. And then she ended up dying and Meredith, now we are, we're following Meredith and her friends as they grow from interns to um, the, um, doctors, surgical um, doctors and how they are picking their specialties, how they fall in love with each other, how they break up, how they marry each other, how they sleep with each other. So it's just, it's just like a lot of craziness and like a lot of drama. There's this episode when there was a hospital shooting. There was one when there was a bomb inside someone's stomach. It's just a lot. Right, but um, the, the, there's something that just keep coming to my mind when I was listening to your episode. It's like, how did she even re- how does she even remember all the names of these guys? Do you write it down <laughs> or something? Or it just comes naturally like that. I when I want to do an episode, it depends really. If it's a new season, 
a new series i record as soon as i finish uh, as soon yeah. as i finish as soon as i finish i record but if it's like older series i usually like i'm used to them like grace anatomy i don't have to remember the names because i've been watching them for years so i know everyone's names and like there are some series that do that. and if I don't remember. I just like Google it. Like no one's going to fight me on that. <laughs> right. Right. But has there been a, a series you watched? I know you mentioned there were some series you said you did not love or the story was not. But what's your all-time mess series? This series, eh, a lot of people love it. So I feel like I'm going to get here. <laughs> <laughs> because when I was watching, I was like, okay, is that all? <laughs> is um, the Queen's Gambit. I did not get it. I was like, it's just chess for fuck's sake. Stop it. It's just a lot of chess. I mean, I was just bored out of my mind. And like, I watched it to the end, yes. Just because like, I wanted to do a review of it. But I was like, if I do this review, people are going to come for me. Because like, it was like, everybody loved this series. I was like, why don't I love it? But I just didn't, I didn't like it. Maybe it's because I didn't like chess. It's not like I don't hate chess. It's just quite boring in my opinion. I might eventually do an episode on it because, like, the hype has died down now. So I might do an episode on it. But if you want to come for me, you would just I would just not reply your DMs because right. I've learned how to not let people's words affect me. It's, it's that's been part of my journey. Like, you are allowed to <laughs> say what you want to say <laughs> and you can go home. Bye. <laughs> yeah. So the question is now there's something about doing reviews because it's about yeah. you putting out an opinion and mm-hmm. um i want to believe that people that do that are really kind of bold individuals because in this part of the world sometimes especially if your opinion is kind of kind of people kind of come for you are you able to find that courage are you like an opinionated person and are you able to stand and say this is what i believe it might be it might not be in line with what you believe. You can go do your show, but this is what I believe and this is what I'm going to say. And has there been any time you kind of double-check yourself and you're like, no, I'm not going to put this out yet because I don't feel really confident about putting my thoughts out there. Um, yes, I'm actually quite opinionated because, but one thing I always say is that everybody's entitled to their, to their opinion. My opinion is different from your opinion because everybody's background is different. My upbringing is different from yours. So the way I'll see something is going to be different from the way you see something. So, and that is allowed. And I always say it um, in my podcast, like, I hope you agree with me. And if not, and if not, you can go and start your own podcast and talk about it. Right. you're not going to come for me on my own platform like if you don't want to listen i'm literally not forcing anybody to listen because before i used to bring out podcasts based on like oh what people are watching but like now nah, i just do it based on what i like and yeah i think the, i as i mentioned queen's gambit i didn't want to talk about it because i feel like a lot of people are going to come for me about it because i feel like it would be really sensitive at that moment when it just came out the next question i would like to ask you is for me as a person, I would always keep wondering, how do you find the time to do all that things and still watch series? Because I know it's a whole lot of time to keep up with this series. How are you able to yeah. balance your, the other parts of your life as well as um, watching series and films? Okay, let me tell you the secret. Okay, so I watch on my phone and I watch on my laptop. So if I'm doing anything, like if I'm going to the kitchen to cook, I take my phone with me and then I continue while it's like, 
most times I don't have to like look at what's happening because like if it's a series I already like I'm like episode five so I'm already used to everybody's voices and so so I don't have to like look except it's like something really important that's happening so once I'm listening I'm understanding everything that's happening so I can multitask I can watch series and do other things right now let's go back to your story I was transitioning I know you said you studied geology I was transitioning mm-hmm. from the secondary school to the tertiary institution. And then finally, not... sorry for cutting you short, but finally mm-hmm. even studying geology because I don't know, many even secondary school students do not even know that a course like geology exists. So how was that? I actually didn't know. Right. So talk to me about it. Um, I was still of the opinion I was going to do medicine until like a few months um but when i did my when i wrote my exam i went to afibabalala university i just finished um i went to afibabalala university and when i wrote the exam i didn't get medicine but i got nursing and they said that uh, after like a year of nursing i could like change to medicine and then i was like "Mm, i don't know and i also got geology so they gave me like a list of other courses i could do and then move to medicine eventually if i wanted to and then I was like, you know what? And I did research on like all the other um, courses. And I was like, you know what? This geology really stood out for me. Cause like, I didn't actually know anything about geology, but the months leading up to me accepting, once I got my letter of admission, I was like, you know what? Let me just, and I started like introducing myself to the course. And like, I was like, okay, it's actually not bad. And I saw that it was actually quite wide. And there was, there's actually medical geology, funny enough. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Let's just, let me just see what this course is all about. Cause like my dad is an engineer and I was like, and not that he forced me, he was like, he he explained what geology was to me. And I was like, I was interested in petroleum geology. And I was like, you know what, yeah, let's do it. And I picked the course and I met amazing people. And I loved the course. Like the course gave me, I had so many adventures cause we went, it's like a field work course. So we had so many field trips. We went different parts of Nigeria and we're like, I was seeing like things and like now I can't travel. But if I look at a rock now, I was like, oh, this is sedimentary. Rock. <laughs> this is Oh, this is Ignis rock. And I, I can name like types of rock. And like it's annoying when I do like road trips with my, my brother or something. They're like, we don't care. <laughs> but, like now it just gave me like another view of the world. And I was, I'm really glad I did it. Right, so now in terms of career, how do you think it would play out? Do you have an, I know it's, it's life happens, but, but for now, do you have an idea of how career would play out for you? Yeah, I, I did my internship at Total when I was in year three and I worked as a petroleum geologist and it was just, that was it for me. I was like, this is what I want to do. But at the moment, I'm actually studying like um, social media costs. I'm doing social media courses because I've been working with this um, NGO and I've been the assistant social media director. And so like that's giving me another insight into something that I'm interested in also. So it's just a lot. Like I haven't like fully decided. I'm into both of them honestly but like i feel like i want to do the um the course i'm doing i just want to do it and have the experience that i'm getting and then eventually i still want to work in the oil industry all right so does that mean you are yet to graduate or you already gra- you've already graduated oh no i'm, I'm done <laughs> i'm done right. Perfect. but i'm working for an ngo right now 
Right. Now, um, I want to ask this question because I know this is a serious podcast, but we are talking mm-hmm. about you here. Do you watch Korean films? And if yes, because for some weird reason, I've discovered <laughs> that <laughs> K-drama, I think that is what it's called. I hope I'm right. For, I, I yes, guess you're right. Right. Now, people who are into that, um, I don't know what you call it. Is it genre or what? or type yeah. of country of, of movie, for some reason, they just fall in love with Korean culture and everything <laughs> about Korea, the language. God, <laughs> it feels like you're coming for me. I don't know what, I don't know how you know all this. <laughs> Do y'all spy in my house? I don't like this. <laughs> I actually love Korean drama. But I have, I have like, if you do K-drama, I'm not going to listen to your podcast again. <laughs> I'm like, you guys, I actually love K-drama. I'm watching like three at the moment. So, and yes, I'm in love with Korean culture. When I make noodles in my house, I use chopsticks to eat it. It's really bad. I taught myself how to use chopsticks. I eat noodles with chopsticks in my house. And I speak Korean to my parents. Like, no. like when I say good morning or good night, like they're used to it now. When I say good morning, good night, or like enjoy your food. Like when I say annyeonghaseyo, I'm like... <laughs> Or like or cha cha so or anyo or like things like that. I'm like Aisha. <laughs> I always like it comes out like randomly. And I actually tried learning Korea the other like last year using Duolingo, but like I'm lazy, so I couldn't. But like I've gotten a lot just from watching like K drama, and I eventually want to visit Korea because I actually love their culture. Right. Now talk about um, is it Nollywood? Nigeria is Nollywood bar. Yeah. <laughs> Do you watch Nollywood? <laughs> no. <laughs> but there's a reason. There's a reason before people come for me. The reason why I don't watch Nigerian movies is one, I grew up watching Nigerian movies. My mom watches a lot still dates. My mom watches like a lot. My mom can watch like three Yoruba movies in a day. And that's like the least of it. And she's doing it. What she's doing is she's multitasking. So I think that's where I got that from. So I watched a lot of that growing up because, you know, you watch what your parents are watching sometimes. And I got so tired of it. And they are so predictable. Like, there was this other day, my mom was watching a movie and I was in my room. And at the beginning, I was like, wait, this girl is obviously going to do this, 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 this. And then I was like, okay, bye. And I let, and she called me. She's like, how did you know that this was me? I was like, movie, Nigerian movies are so predictable. Like, I can predict the end from the beginning, from the songs they sing. It's so predictable. And I was like, yeah, I'm not down for all that kind of life that I already know what's going to happen. I like the suspense. I like suspense. I like not knowing what's going to happen. And honestly, Nigerian movies are quite boring. Like, I'm sorry. But I know that there are some that are really, really good. I know. But they're not a lot. Right. Now, talk to me about the your best actor or actress someone you watched in a film and you're like just all over the person going to check more about his or her life and the rest of that i can't pick a particular person because i always like google everybody once i'm done with a series <laughs> always just like for that i go on youtube my youtube is so bad because <laughs> Because it has been so cool. I feel like they know now when I'm done with the series because it thing just pops up like my suggestion. Link, somebody's watching me. 
Because once I'm done watching a series and I okay, I Google this once I go on YouTube, they're not showing and I watch like behind the scenes of a lot of shows. Every show I watch, I always like watch the behind the scenes. And that is one of the things that made me like immune to horror movies. I've not seen a horror movie that has scared me in like years. Wow. Do you think like your love for films and movies? Because this is more than just enjoying yourself in terms of watching mm -hmm. the, the movie itself or the series itself. Do you think you'll be doing anything related to real movie maybe writing scripting producing uh something more than podcasting in the future i actually write i, I have like i've written like three books some of them are like <laughs> published them or something but like i write a lot like a whole lot and i have like a friend that's kind of like my editor that i like goes through it with me but like yeah, I wouldn't mind. Ah, that's like the biggest accolade. Like, if my book my book gets turned into a movie or a series, that would be like so crazy. Like the other day, I was trying to sleep and I started like imagining um a book that I wanted to write. It was like kind of like a murder series, and I don't know. And now it's gone. I'm actually quite sad. I tried thinking about it last night, but I couldn't remember what it was. Right, but do you think that somehow, like I'm just imagining also that you would have done better in the arts department or you just felt like this is just like an aside kind of thing for you? No, my mom says it every single time. She was like, you're not a science student. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why you chose sciences. My mom's always saying, she's like, she'll go into like acting and stuff because I'm really so extra. My mom was like, just go and act. Why, why, why? What are you doing in the house? Go and act, go and do something because your creativity and I'm really so creative and I like that about myself but like it's not like I've not I've never like thought about it in like the professional sense really but when you were choosing a the department to go into in mm -hmm. secondary school what informed your decision to to go for science honestly I just always wanted to be a doctor <laughs> since I was like there was this time I went to my uncle's hospital in Ibadan and I just saw him working with kids and that, that was when I was like yes that's what I want to do <laughs> I want right. to be a pediatrician yeah so like I guess I, I grew out of that phase and then went into like geology but like if I want something I wish to go for it so <laughs> you wish to I never so. actually considered art you know the reason why I didn't consider art it's because they had to do government and economics. And I hate those two subjects. I was like, no, I'm not interested in anything that has to do with government. Right. Makes sense. Makes sense. Now, lastly, before I ask you to say whatsoever you want to say to your listeners. Now, I don't think I would complete this episode without asking this question. So sometimes I kind of um, watch films sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of begin to act the way the characters act. <laughs> Probably <laughs> in the first few days or few weeks. Yes. Is that your experience too? Yes. One hundred percent. Yes. My my character changes like every two days, and like my parents are used to it. I feel so bad for them because they do a lot from me because I'm the only person at home because my brother doesn't live with us anymore and my sister so they have to deal with me every day and me watching new series and finishing them and I adopt the characters and I become the characters it's just a lot for them to handle right but this does this um affect your relationship with people aside your parents 
probably oh no friends and the rest <laughs> i know i think no, i feel like my friends are used to me now <laughs> yeah yeah now last question that was not my last question it was just okay. priming, me, <laughs> priming me to my last question now, right. one thing about film is that they pick a character because like you write, I also write, I do spoken word, I write poetry, I write series mm-hmm. also. Now, you pick a character and then sometimes you try to, you, you, for la- I'm trying to say that word nice, sapamilori. <laughs> you try to <laughs> humanize the, the character and make it like the ideal character. And that's why sometimes they pick a slim lady and try to make it the ideal. Now, in terms of picking a life partner, do you think that watching films might have created an ideal in your mind of who your perfect prince should be? I don't think who, do you mean like what he looks like? What he looks like, his ideal, the way he acts, those kind of things. Um, I don't think what he looks like, um, it do, I don't think it affects what he looks like, but I think it affects what, like, a certain standard that a guy should be able to, like, reach, because most of these things are based on real people's experiences and real people's life, which means, like, there are people that are out there doing this and doing the most for their girls, so, like, yeah, you should be able to do the most for me. Right. Right, I get that. Now, last question. Um... Uh, everything's the last question yes this is the final final last question now last question let me say it again so you can hear last question listeners um it's your show you have the mic uh i just want to say thank you to everybody that's listening it's been a year now um the anniversary is actually july 11th i'm going to bring out this episode on july 11th when i'm posting it uh i'm really really so happy and thank you so much for the journey for the um feedback that everybody has given to me it's been a ride and thank you for making me have so much fun doing something that i love and i love recommending and reviewing series for you and just basically thank you you guys you guys have made my entire year this past um how many months how many episodes i've put out you guys have listened and you've given me feedback it's just been amazing i'm really really grateful for everything you guys have done and you guys have made me meet amazing people through this so i'm just thankful and grateful and thankful to god for being able to just keep giving you guys what you need so thank you once again right what a way to end this episode thank you very much for the opportunity <laughs> and giving me thank you so privilege much to speak with you on your podcast i do not take it for granted thank you for sharing your story with me also of course thanks so much yeah